This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Today on episode number 673 of the School of Podcasting, there are so many things changing in podcasting and we kind of want to worry about everything. And I'm here to give you peace of mind and let you know the things that you can kind of just forget about because you have no control over it. And we've got a really cool because of my podcast story. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005. I am your award-winning Hall of Fame podcast consultant, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. This is where I help you massage your message, tackle the technology, face your fears, and flatten the learning curve, and get you going on the right direction, the headache-free direction to starting your podcast. My website is schoolofpodcasting.com. Use the coupon code LISTENER, that's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R, when you sign up for either a monthly or yearly subscription. You can do that by going to schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. And one of the things I love about Because of My Podcast Stories is you get these and you're like, wow, I never saw that coming. Here's somebody, this is awesome, this is jazz. Listen to what happened after four, not 40, not 400, Four episodes, things started happening for her podcast. Check this out. Hi, Dave. It's such a pleasure that I stumbled upon your show. What a fabulous idea. My name is Jazz. Myself and my pod partner, Cher, have a little old beautiful podcast called Giving Up the Ghost. Each week we cover, explore, and share our research and unexplained paranormal phenomenon in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, dead center in North America. So we actually were... Because of our podcast, um, keeping in mind, we're fairly new. We're 19 episodes in and about four episodes into our project podcast, uh, we actually were uh, found by IKEA locally here in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. And they asked us to come down to their store, record a podcast and tell ghost stories for their customer appreciation sleepover party for about 200 selected customers. It, It was just an awesome night. It was great exposure. And yeah, so that is uh, because of our podcast, we got to record and mingle at uh, an exclusive IKEA event. And hopefully we have many more episodes coming up. Uh, We can be found at givingupthegostpodcast at gmail.com and keep uh, giving us all that fabulous advice. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jazz. And I will have links to everything out at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 673. All right, I'm going to start off with a story today. And it's going to sound like it's Dave doing one of those weird Dave tangents where he goes on forever. But trust me, I am going to bring this back into the podcast. And my goal today is to kind of give you peace of mind. Because one of the things you need to succeed in podcasting is your attitude. And there are times when things happen that just really erode your attitude. So I'm here to help you with that today. And I'm going to start off with the story. Many moons ago, I was in a blues band called the Sugar Daddies, and it was a seven-piece band that was, and I'm happy about it, it was very popular, very fun, and it was a great time. And myself personally, I try to break stereotypes. I want to be the guitar player that doesn't play at the volume level of ear bleeding madness. Hey, Dave, what what do you want your amp set to? Uh, Turn it up to ear bleeding madness, please. 
No, that's not me. I'm a podcaster who promotes their competition. I'm a musician who actually tries to show up on time. I'm a Christian who could care less who or what you're having sex with. And in this case, the musician in me again, I want to show up and start on time. To me, that was professional. And I was trying to be a a very professional band that bookers and club owners would want to work with. And yet I worked with a singer that had his starting five to 10 minutes late at every single gig. It was like, okay, everybody tuned up. Great. Like, where's Bobby? Anybody, Bobby, where's Bobby? Oh, and it drove me nuts. It just seemed so unprofessional. And I would literally, I would just percolate there on stage waiting for this guy to show up. And then it dawned on me one day that a, this was like sucking the fun out of the band. And I said, you know, I've never heard a bar owner complain about us going on late. In fact, they actually booked us more because, well, we did our job. We brought in a crowd. We played stuff they could dance to, which made them thirsty, which made them drink. And they stayed until the end of the night. Case closed. That's what we're supposed to do. And I was kind of overthinking things. And in this case, I was trying to... I don't know. I was worrying about things I had no control over because as many times as I said, we need to go on, it didn't seem to matter to Bobby. And so I was worried about things that I didn't need to worry about because I didn't have a problem. I thought we were going to have a problem with the bar owner. The bar owner was completely cool. So before you go losing sleep over a problem with your podcast, you need to do some troubleshooting to make sure you have a problem. And so Right now, Google, as I record this here in June of 2019, Google recently changed things so that your podcast may or may not, in some cases, have these play buttons when somebody searches for your show. Now, for me, it's about 50-50, and I can tell you there is nothing on my end that I could do to make it 100%. When you search for schoolofpodcasting.com right now, there are no cool little play buttons. If you search uh, because of my podcast... Yeah, that shows up if you search for, oh, a couple other ones. And it was like 50% of them show up and 50% of them don't. And it would be nice if it was 100%. You just, hey, just Google the podcast and look, there's little buttons you can hit play. But it doesn't. And when I Googled School of Podcasting, what came up on the front page are links to my website. And in the same way that when you're a musician on stage, you should never forget that there's a squadron of musicians trying to take your place on that stage. I should be happy that Google has no problem finding my website. Have I had somebody say to me, Hey Dave, I tried to listen to your podcast, but the little play button thingies didn't show up. No. And consequently, I don't think I have a problem because people are finding my website. Have I done everything to ensure that the little play button thingies show up? Yeah. Does it? Uh Uh-uh. Do I have any control over that? It appears I don't. It's a Google thing, I guess. And that doesn't mean I shouldn't worry about this and I shouldn't kind of look into this. But it did and kind of found out that, well, there's not much I can do about it at this point. And I might email Google, however you do that, and say, can you tell me if I'm doing something wrong? Because I've followed every tutorial I can follow. And so instead of going down that rabbit trail you might be able to go back and, I don't know, work on your content. And another problem I've seen is I field questions from all sorts of people and their show doesn't show up in Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio. I had one this week. 
And I'm sure very soon, radio.com. Radio.com is a new destination at Libsyn.com. Speaking of that, Libsyn.com, L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. If you're thinking of starting a podcast and you're ready to go, now is when you want to sign up. As you listen to this, it is June 3rd. If you sign up at Libsyn.com, again, it's Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. Use the coupon code SOP free, all one word. So it looks like SOP free, SOP free. You will get June free and July. That's cool. And I, I, I just busted into a giant commercial here because I saw the phrase radio.com. That's a new destination at Libsyn. Also, if you want to have a really cool subscribe page, go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash subscribe and follow this is a really cool plugin that makes subscribe and follow links for your social stuff. And that's from my buddy, Daniel J. Lewis, and he's already updated it to have a radio.com button. Okay, enough plugging things, because in the end, again, getting back to my second original point, the search in these apps is horrible. It almost seems like it doesn't matter. Just the bottom line is the search is just not very good, or at least at this point, the bar is set very low. And this kind of reminds me a little bit of when I was growing up. Now I'm the baby, the baby of the family. And I remember when my older brother and sister could do stuff and they're like, Oh, you can't do that. I'm like, why? Cause you're not old enough. Or you go to an amusement park and you're like, Hey, I want to get up. No, you're not tall enough. And you go, but that's not fair. Well, it's also called reality. And do we like it when that's the answer? Huh? Uh-uh. But is there anything we can do about it? Uh uh-uh. you just got to go home and grow some more and then you can ride the big roller coaster and there's nothing you can do about that. So I say that because there are some situations where you go, eh. I mean, right now on Apple podcast, I do a show called the podcast rodeo show. And if you search for podcast rodeo show, you know, the exact name of the show, it doesn't show up. But if you type rodeo, it does. If you search for podcast consultant, you won't find my show called your podcast consultant, even though you have two thirds of the actual title. Why? Because with podcast rodeo show, I'm ranking against every other show that has the word podcast in it. And I don't know why, but people love to put the word podcast in their podcast. Like, did you watch Game of Thrones TV show? You know, did you watch the Seinfeld TV show? I don't know why we seem to put what it is in the title, but everybody is like the Dave Jackson podcast podcast. It's a little crazy. And so consequently, if you have the word podcast in your name, you're going to be ranking against all the other shows that have the word podcast in them. So if you want to find your podcast consultant, you have to type in the word your, because apparently I rank really high for shows with the word your in it, which is great. So the the bottom line is there are 700,000 shows in Apple podcasts. From what I hear from Todd Cochran, somewhere between 125,000 and 150,000 of those are actually live. The other, whatever, 550,000 are just, I don't know, shows from anchor, (laughs) but I realize that I'm not going to have anyone say to me, Hey Dave, I was looking for your show. And when I searched, you know, I couldn't find you because I, I do realize that if you can't find me, then how are you going to contact me to let me know that you can't find me? I get that. Now, before we all get crazy about that, there's a really cool study from Jacobs media that reported that 70% of people, Find shows. You ready? This is how people are finding shows. This is how to grow your audience. You ready? By word of mouth. 
So people are going, wow, that was so cool. Did you hear that? That was, and they go and tell a friend. I was just listening to a show. I think it's step-by-step podcasting. Elsie Escobar, Hall of Fame podcaster, Elsie Escobar uh, was on. And she just said some really cool stuff because she's Elsie and she rocks. And I immediately went to my overcast, made a clip and shared it on Twitter. I'm at Dave Jackson, by the way. And uh, that's how it works. You, you do things that inspire word of mouth. Now, the problem you have is, let's say I did a show about pygmy ponies. I do the pygmy pony podcast. And somebody in a Facebook group goes, hey, I'm going on a long trip. Does anybody know any shows about pygmy ponies? And all of a sudden people are like, oh, I, this one, this one, that one. And you're like, none of those are mine. Here's another one. No, that's not mine either. None of them. That's a problem. When you do the Pygmy Pony podcast and everybody else knows all the other Pygmy Pony podcasts, say that three times fast, and yours isn't in there, it's time to go find your friend who's in that Facebook group. And can you please say my show here so I don't look like a spamming fool? That's a problem because that shows that word of mouth is not working for you. So keep that. That's a problem. That's when you want to worry. That's when you got to step back and go, hmm, is my contact working? I just added a thing. I have a, a course out at the School of Podcasting called Content is King, and I have a whole worksheet now where you can go through and try to evaluate your own podcast, which technically I don't recommend because we're usually not very good at that because it's my art, man. But if you want to, it's it's there. So that's when you have a problem, when nobody knows who your show is. So again, don't worry about things that you kind of have no control over. But... I say this because I started to obsess over this. This whole Google thing with the play buttons is I was starting to think, should I change the intro of my show? And I co-host a show with Ray Ortega. It's Ray Ortega show. It's called the Podcasters Roundtable. I'm nice enough. I'm nice enough. He's nice enough, really, to uh, invite me on every week. It's me. Uh, Ray Ortega and normally Daniel J. Lewis. He's on a hiatus at the moment. And we dragged in Evo Terra. Do you know Evo? Come on. You got to know Evo Terra. He's been podcasting. You know, I start off the show podcasting since 2005. Yeah. Evo Terra laughs at that because he's been podcasting since 2004. That makes him an OG. And one of the reasons I really like hanging around Evo is he makes me think. He likes to examine things from all sides and so we were talking about keeping our intros short. And well, here's a clip. Well, it's it's funny because it's this has really got me thinking because I used to say you have to tease the episode so they know. I always think of it as a bus. You have to let people know where they're going. So tease the episode, then explain what the show is briefly. Uh, if you can briefly explain why they should listen to you. That's the part now I'm really thinking is crap. Uh, <laughs> and then get to the content. Because if you if you get right to the content and hook them in with, did you know that you can, you know, turn dog crap into gold? <laughs> People are going to listen. That was it for the brand new listener. Because why, especially the whole like, you need to, you know, establish your street cred so people will keep listening. Well, if you have great street cred, but you start off putting your foot in your mouth, I don't care how much street cred you have. I'm here's gone. A, here's a question for you guys. When is the last time that you read a blog post? And you've you've all read a blog post sometime in the last week, I'm assuming. But when is the last time that when you were sent to a link to the blog post, it started with the about page? <laughs> mm. <laughs> Never uh, does. 
And so this got me thinking. I thought, well, you know, I start off the show and it's, you know, podcasting since 2005. I'm your award-winning Hall of Fame podcaster, Dave Jackson. I'm like, do I really need those? And I always thought that it was important to establish your street cred. I mean, we need to answer that question, don't we? Why should I listen to this guy? And I'd actually gone as far as you can go with the intro for the show I mentioned earlier, your podcast consultant. And if you're wondering, hey, do I need to go listen to that? No. I mean, you can if you want. It's bite size. It's like single lessons. And I use that to, if somebody asked me like, hey, how do I decide to choose my topic? Well, we've talked about that here on this show. And I take that segment and put it over just that segment. There's no because of my podcast. It's just, so if you're into short podcasts and you think, Dave, your show's too long. Yeah, go listen to your podcast consultant. But anyway, I had created this intro. And when I listen to it, everything in it is true. And maybe it's because I know the other side of the planet, the other side of the pond. Um, there is a kind of a, a uh, stereotype that Americans love to boast about themselves. And I think the reason they think that is because we love to boast about ourselves. Look at me, I'm on a boat. <laughs> and so, I mean, even if you think about it, an American, Robert Cornelius, we're going to get our history on. Robert Cornelius is an American. He invented the selfie. And another American, uh, Gina Dwyer, invented the word selfie. So when it comes to self-promotion, Americans, yeah, we're number one, which again is somewhat ironic. And so I went to Facebook and I made a poll and it was, Hey, should I, should I take the credentials out of the intro of my show in true podcasting fashion? Uh, the answer is uh, it, it kind of depends. I mean, if I'm doing a show about the Cleveland Browns, would it matter or not if I had played football or would it matter more that I'd been a season ticket holder for you know, 30 years or something like that. By the way, I'm not. Uh, but Evo did get me to think, and it might make more sense to put my credentials at the end, maybe. I mean, if you've promoted a service like I do, maybe now is the time to explain why you're the person to help them out at the end. You know, give them value up front. And oh, by the way, this is why you should do this because I've been doing this forever. We should probably notice, though, that back in the day, right, TV shows had theme songs like Happy Days, Cheers, MASH, Friends, Full House, all had full theme songs where they would roll the credits over the show. And now I just uh, I watch a really horrible show called 911. It's just, you know, my favorite was a guy got a steel pole through his head and lived. Yeah. So I, I love reality TV and uh, there's no theme song for that. They show who the actors are on the first scene. And that first scene sucks you in. They want to get you to the story. In fact, I was watching This Is Us. And have you noticed this yet? This Is Us. We'll be back in exactly one minute. Because they want to let you know you don't need to hit fast forward. We're going to be right back. And of course, the advertisements later are three, if not four minutes long. But they're sucking you into the story so you stick around. Even Game of Thrones, spoiler alert, how is it solved? The person with the best story got to be king. It's all about the story, and that's where you have to decide on your intro and everything else. Is, is it worth me putting my credentials here 
to stop people from getting to the story and the content. And in my case, because I'm only taking up, I don't know, 3.5 seconds, I'm going to leave it there. But here's the good news. And so I, I have since then kind of quit thinking about this. I did take the one intro for your podcast consultant and I kind of trimmed it down because I just, here's the thing. It bugged me. It just, I felt obnoxious. It was just like Dave Jackson, you know, blah, 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 blah. And just, you know, it's like, ugh, it's enough. It's enough Dave Jackson. And so I shortened it down. It's, and that's the beauty of a podcast. You're in control. It's not a statue. It's a recipe and you can change it however you want. So it's your show. Do what you want. Don't sweat the small stuff. And if you have any stress about your show, make sure you're worrying about something that is an actual problem. And if you're not sure if it's an actual problem, reach out to me and I'll let you know, nope, that's just the way it is. And you'll go, hey, that sucks. And I'll go, yep, that's just the way it is. Everybody sing Bruce Hornsby now, shall we? That's just the way it is. There you go. So keep that in mind. And instead of worrying about these little things, even though a lot of times they're new and that's how they show up and you're like, Hey, this, this three button thingy, what's the, well, it's new and yeah, there's nothing you can do about it. And then go back to finding content that's going to make your audience share it with a friend. If you are in Utah next weekend, you have to get yourself to the Utah podcast summit, find it at Utah podcast summit, use the coupon code SOP to get a discount on that. Looking forward to that. It's Saturday out there. Never been to Utah. Going to have a lot of fun. June 15th, I'll be at Word Camp Kent in the lovely Kent, Ohio. Then August 13th, I will be speaking at Podcast Movement, doing a session called Does Starting a Podcast Make You Want to Wet Your Pants? And I am here to tell you, this is going to be the most interactive presentation you've ever seen at any podcast movement or podfest period. It's something that's going to be experimental. It's either going to be really cool or it's going to blow up in my face. I'm looking forward to it. That's in Orlando, Florida, August 13th through the 16th, September 4th through the 7th. I will be at FinCon in Washington, DC, September 8th through the 10th. I will also be in Washington, DC at the military influence influencer conference and then October 17th and 18th, I'll be in Youngstown, Ohio, at the Doyo Live. Uh, it's a digital marketing kind of convention thingy. Hey, man, I checked out your podcast, bro. It's dope. You making a living doing that? Yeah, yeah. I got, I got a ton of listeners. You know, advertising dollars are really rolling in. I feel like I'm making a difference. Want to remind you that the clock is ticking now that it's officially June that the June question of the month is what do you do or what are your ideas for celebrating a podcast milestone? Maybe you made it to 50 or a hundred or 200 or whatever it is. What would you do or what have you done? If you've made it to one of those, congrats, but what are your ideas for celebrating milestones or to throw in an Evo thing, right? Let's think about this from all sides. Should we celebrate podcast milestones? I will need your answer by June 21st, that is a Friday, as the last episode of June will be June 24th. You can go out to schoolofpodcasting.com, use the speak pipe button, or there's actually a button right there where you can, if you've recorded something, you can record it there and upload it. If you were a person that tried to order my podcast quick start, this is a 
three-month mentoring program that I run that is now available. It's been sold out for a while, but it's one of those things that after three months, people more or less graduate. And now it's time for another class. And that could be you. We heard at the beginning of the show, somebody who started to get some traction after four shows, they're only on episode 19 now. And that could be you simply go out to school podcasting.com slash work with me. And you'll see all the different ways that you can sign up next week. We're going to be talking about how do I rebrand my podcast? We did the thing. We, we all know that, Hey, I thought it was going to do this. And now I want to change the name. I want to do this. How do I change it all? Here's the key without losing my audience. We're going to talk about that next week. If you go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash subscribe, you can subscribe to the show and get that the minute it's available. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope to see you on the inside of the School of Podcasting. Until next week, class is dismissed. Take care and God bless.